0: Hey everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. Today is Wednesday, December 22nd. Today is the day you really need to finish making your Christmas cookies or they won't, be, uh, they won't have enough of them on Christmas Day. And in fact, my kids told me that it is gingerbread house day at my house. So Wednesday has been reserved for the gingerbread houses. And I told you guys before I buy them at Costco. So lest you think I'm a Pinterest mom. Nope. I just going to put them together with a hot glue gun and call it good. But we'll say we did it. And I know that you guys are doing the same thing. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedules to listen to the podcast today. Today, Sam Sandin is back on the show with me today, and we're going to continue talking about why it's so important that we get involved in politics. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys, so before we get started today, reminding you that uh, we're going to have a brand new study airing at MomStrong International. We're going to spend the month of January learning how to study God's word for ourselves and give you guys some tips and some practical information that will help you become a student of the word. You can find out more about that at MomStrong International. All right, without further ado, this is part two of my interview with my friend, Sam Sandin. Yeah. Yeah. And can you bring when you so there's a lot of people that are listening to this that are, you know, they're in small town, Indiana, or maybe they're listening from Dallas, Texas, or and they're wondering, is it even worth it, you know, to get involved? Is it worth it for me to show up to the because it's local? I keep telling people, get get your head in the local game. Yes, because I think in our sort of laziness as Americans. And I still see this traveling all over the district. People are hoping that Trump's going to come in in an Apache helicopter and drop down from a, you know, from a rope with an AR-15 around and, and fix it. It don't work that way. No. Uh, so talk to the people who are like, I just don't even, I don't even, I wouldn't even know where to start. Where did you guys start? Where does it start?
1: So we started just showing up mm-hmm. was one of the things. Oh, just show up. Yeah. yeah. Just show up and learn and, and um find out what what meetings are going on most counties have um where the you know gop meetings or or other uh groups that are politically involved and just kind Mm of see what the issues are Mm -hmm. and um and then start speaking to that Mm -hmm. and it can be as little as you know standing sign waving with someone you support Mm -hmm. or running for office Mm -hmm. um and um, not everyone is called to run for office it's Mm -hmm. a commitment Mm -hmm. um but we have to be involved Mm -hmm. and and i think on a to start off, just looking at the school races, for example, right now, and, mm-hmm. and the impact um, someone who's sitting on a school board has oh, wow. on so many kids. And um, I think what has happened is, for us who are conservatives, many times we've, we have assume someone else is going to do it. We're mm-hmm. busy running our business, raising our family, going to church, whatever. But it takes people to change the world, mm-hmm. and we have to be involved. Mm-hmm. And if we, who have strong morals, strong convictions— are not involved. Someone else is going to make these decisions, Boy. because the thing is, neither party is a God ordained party, right? Mm-hmm. It's the parties are made up of people, and we need to be involved. If as a believer, you have to use the wisdom that comes from relying on the Holy Spirit. And, and understanding the importance of of biblical values, mm-hmm. and and this whole mindset that the separation of church and state oh. is just garbage. It's yeah. it's it's something the enemy is using mm-hmm. to, I feel, um, neutralize the church yep. because we think that somehow just focus on the spiritual is more holy, mm-hmm. and there's no. In the Bible, there's no separation. Looking mm-hmm. at the Hebrew people, God was inter- he was interested in everything. Mm-hmm. He had a say in what they ate, mm-hmm. you know, where they went, mm-hmm. how they worked, mm-hmm. you know, all these kind of things. And and we bought into this more Greek mindset of the separation between the spiritual and the secular. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think we're at where we're at as a country today because mm-hmm. we haven't valued those who wants to be journalists. Or, or run for office, or run a business. Mm-hmm. Because as believers, we bought into the, the real important thing is what happens in the four halls of the church. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we need, so to speak, evangelists that are business owners, that are uh, running for office, yep. that are nurses, that are teachers, that are using, you know I like to say, God had transformed my life, but not just for my sake. He transformed my life so that I can then live that out and transform the world. And the whole concept of a private faith, it's just another lie of the enemy. Yeah. that we're supposed to be quiet and not allow our faith to impact how we live our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what good is that faith then?
0: Mm-hmm. I thought it's so good. Uh, I interviewed a, a dear friend of mine, Pastor Phil Hopper, who's a senior pastor at Abundant Life Church in, uh, just outside of Kansas City, Missouri. Great. And he was saying that in the church, one of the things he has noticed, uh, that he's trying very much to correct uh, in his sphere of influence that God has given him is that uh, in the church we're we're very very good at studying the playbook but we're not good at running the plays. Yep. So we're good at studying our theology. We love these deep Bible studies and hey we're doing an inductive study but then when it comes to practical application yep. and taking your orthodoxy and putting it into practice we're not so good at that. Yeah. But the truth is Christians are, we are called to every sphere of influence, to education to medicine, to, yes. uh, to politics for goodness sake. Someone said to me, well Paul is so dirty. Well, why is that? Yeah, Could it be because God's people have ceded the territory? Yep. Could it be because we decided, oh, that's the separation of church and state, which we totally misunderstand a letter that Thomas Jefferson wrote to Danbury Baptist Church. Exactly. And somehow that's made it into our uh, our orthodoxy in the church that we're supposed to be separate. But God calls us into uh, into the darkness to yes. come and to be salt and light, and that includes the political realm. And I had been saying for a long time here at the show: get off the bench, yep. get off the bench, get onto the battlefield. Do we really think that the enemy is just gonna is just going to go? Oh, they're you know they're tired today, <laughs> so we'll yeah. just, we'll take a break, you know, right. from attacking the children of God. No, he's going to continue to do that. Politics determines policy. Sixty million of our unborn murdered.
1: On the watch
0: of this generation unbelievable because i believe largely the church disengaged
1: yep
0: uh and we use our 501c3 status i mean don't even get me started on the 501c3 it makes me so angry i can't even straight Because at the end of the day, I mean, Sam, the truth of the matter is when a pastor says to me, oh, we can't have your political person come and use our building because the 501c3, then I'm like, give up your 501c3 because what you just told me is you're not going to allow this person to talk about righteousness in politics because of money. Yeah. Isn't that it? It is. Isn't the 501c3 shielding us so that we don't have to pay all the taxes that everybody else has to pay? And what they've done effectively is silence the church. Yes. And uh, and I know because you guys share the same heart, you and Charnessa, as my husband and I, I know that it grieves you. And so where does where do we go from here if we've got this such this important uh, opportunity right now? Because we're watching the country literally sliding. Yes. Into communism. I mean, I can't even believe I'm saying those words out loud, but that's absolutely when the government can come in and mandate that you take a shot. Against your will When they determine who's essential and who isn't Who can go to work and who can't go to work And who's going to get fired and who isn't Something's wrong Yes And we have a responsibility right now uh, And I think it starts with God's
1: people Yes Yeah, we worship safety mm-hmm. More than God sometimes, I think Yeah And in the midst of everything that's been going on Especially in our state in the last, you know yeah. Almost two years so now sad. yeah I think it's revealed what our priorities are Mm. because if we are willing to have a faith that is content Mm -hmm. by sitting watching a screen Mm -hmm. something is wrong we were created for relationship Mm -hmm. and that doesn't happen online Mm -hmm. uh, to the extent it can do in person and to see so many churches that are are buying into the popular trends of thought Mm -hmm. that take into their full you know scrutiny Against Scripture mm-hmm. are not biblical at all. That's right. And instead of speaking the truth to that, speak the truth in love. We mm-hmm. either um, don't speak the truth, mm-hmm. or we we speak it without love. Mm-hmm. And that's the challenge. We need the truth and love. Um, we need both of that. Mm-hmm. And and we're very fortunate to be in a church that um, understands the importance of being together. Mm-hmm. And and. Standing for truth, mm-hmm. and and we love that. But I, it's it's scary to see how quickly we are willing to let go of the freedoms that people literally died for, right? Uh, and um, and think that oh, we'll get them back mm-hmm. at the end of the line, la- right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's time for for standing up, mm-hmm. looking back in history and World War Two and what took place there, and mm-hmm. I've. Read about Bonhoeffer and the stand Mm -hmm. he took, and, um, but it's hard to see when you're in the midst of it that Mm -hmm. you're in the midst of it. Mm -hmm. I think there was many in Germany that were thinking that, oh, this if I just do this, it'll be fine, Mm -hmm. right?
0: Or they Uh, used Romans 13, right, to stay out of the fray, exactly. And that's what's happening. I mean, sadly, that's what's happening now.
1: Exactly, because we don't understand where the true freedom comes from. Mm -hmm. You know, we have our constitution, but Mm -hmm. really, even the constitution just acknowledges the rights mm-hmm. that were given to us by the Lord. Mm-hmm. And if the church is not willing to stand for those rights, then how can we expect the non-believer right. to fight for it? right? And I think we've been put to shame by non-believers who are willing to fight for freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing with freedom is it's not just freedom for me, it's freedom for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so many are willing to fight, or not, f- well, fight guess the word, for mm-hmm the compromise of these freedoms right. instead of understanding the, the personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another big issue between Sweden and America too, because we, we trust the state on a whole different level in Sweden. Mm-hmm. If they say stuff, we'll do it. And, and, um, that can be very abused. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that throughout history mm-hmm. and And freedom is dangerous. It is, it is, but ideal. that's why and I, I read a, um, a, Quote from I think it's Oskar Guinness, who was likened to the, he called it the Golden Triangle how freedom depends on virtue mm. and the virtue depends on faith mm-hmm. and faith depends on freedom mm-hmm. and how these kind of things that that's triangle how we we need all those mm-hmm. things you know mm-hmm. because we can't have freedom if I think we we misunderstood the difference between true freedom as the Bible talks about versus the license to do whatever we want right. Comparing the American Revolution to the French Revolution, mm-hmm. and and I think we're in a time where people think freedom means license to do whatever they want, mm-hmm. but that's not what Washington fought for. We need to understand what freedom is, mm-hmm. because if we did, we would value it. Mm-hmm. Looking for people, uh, looking at the people coming from Cuba, or or Ukraine, mm-hmm. or any of the other Eastern countries, mm-hmm. seeing how Poland right now is standing up. Yep. We should be ashamed Mm -hmm. because the things that they left now we seem to be willingly embracing.
0: Yes. Yeah. I know that here, uh, the Slavic community, which I've been working with for many, many years, they're very concerned because they're seeing the handwriting is on the wall. Yeah. And unless and until we decide as a nation and as a free people, our freedom is worth defending. It's worth fighting for. these, These elected officials only have as much power as the people give to them. Yeah. And yet we're willing to just let it go to the side and lose our freedoms, you know, one dictatorial mandate at a time, one one unconstitutional edict at a time. I'm pleased to see uh, Biden losing in court as a general rule, although the Supreme Court dealt a pretty, pretty hard blow to us the other day when they said that the religious exemption would not be honored. And I'm watching. Uh, judges like Amy Coney Barrett, yes. who really are siding with big pharmaceuticals and all these things, and I'm thinking, Lord, you know, we need, uh, we need your help. And this, ha- this is going to come in the form of the people of God yes. listening and walking in obedience to God. And that means that we don't list You know, we're not praying so that we can just, you know, sit down and say we had our quiet time. We're praying for instruction. Yeah, Lord, show us what you want us to do. We're not here. My pastor used to say, you know, to sit and soak and sour. He, <laughs> he has something he wants you to do. And yes. one of the things I love so much about your family is you guys have engaged at a level that involves your kids. It involves uh, you know, you guys. I mean, we there's hardly any place that we see uh, Sam that we don't also see Sharnessa. <laughs> we call them the beautiful people. And to watch <laughs> you guys walk in this thing out, to love the country. I mean I'm the girl that that, you know, cries when I hear, you know, when I hear the Star Spangled Banner. And I remember my grandfather taking me, you know, door knocking for Reagan back in the 80s. It was important to me and it's important to me now. And if it's not important to us, it won't be important to our children and we will lose our freedom. Yes.
1: Yeah. And I think what people forget is that it doesn't end at the ballot box. Yeah. We need to be involved. It's a representative government. And that means they represent us. 365 days a year, right? Yeah, or not. Or not, right? <laughs> but if they don't, we need to make that known. So yes. that's when you pick up the phone. Instead of saying you're mad on Facebook, call the person. Yep. Well, you call their office, right? Yeah. Um but as a, as we've been working a little bit with the federal government, government before, we know the importance of one voice. Yeah. Because for every letter, especially handwritten letter a member of Congress gets, there's some kind of a formula, but basically mm-hmm. it's that it's not representing one person. They see if, if one person takes the time to write this letter, that probably means it's gonna be another fifty, hundred, two hundred mm-hmm. that are sharing those values. Mm-hmm. And and even though they might it might feel like the person is voting totally opposite that I want them to vote on every single issue, let them know. Mm-hmm. But again, speak the truth in love. Because mm-hmm. if you call and you're mad and you're shouting at the staffer, mm-hmm. they're not gonna hear. Yeah. If you wanna change things pick up the phone, write a letter, get a petition and go around to your friends mm-hmm. because we can't wait for someone else to do it. Yeah. You know, not everyone is called for run for office and I'm so pleased that you're running and not me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'll make it a note of that right yeah. now. <laughs> but I love
1: to be able to be a part of this process because it's teamwork. Yeah. Right? And yeah. and I can talk to my friends. Why mm-hmm. it matters who represent me in D.C., mm-hmm. why it matters who's representing me in Olympia, mm-hmm. why it matters who's sitting on my school board. Even though my kids are homeschooled, mm-hmm. I still have a heart for yes. the kids of our nation. Yes, But we cannot wait for someone else to do that. Mm-hmm. And there's so much that can be done, whether it's writing letters, holding a... a Mm-hmm. Uh, meet and greet, mm-hmm. or just saying, "Hey, I found this person that I just really resonate with. Mm-hmm. Would you check it out? Would mm-hmm. you look at this video? Would you would you read this article, mm-hmm. and then and then get them involved yeah. and say that this is not, um, it's a responsibility mm-hmm. as as a naturalized citizens. There there are two things that differ from me having a green card to be a citizen. Mm-hmm. Two main things. Number one. I can be a, a part of a, a jury, mm-hmm. or which some might say it's a you know, burden, but it's mm-hmm. it's a privilege it and it's a, a responsibility for, yeah. of a citizen. And number two is that I can vote. Mm. At least that's what it used to be, that mm-hmm. you can only vote if you're a citizen.
0: Yeah. Now you can vote if you're dead. <coughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I love Bob Dole writing his letter saying yeah. that if yeah. he comes back in Chicago. right. But, <laughs> but the thing is that this, and this is something else that blows my mind. I had to go through the process of becoming a citizen. And to me, I've voted in every election yeah. since. Mm-hmm. And here you have especially believers mm-hmm. who who think they're better than voting.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. basically,
1: you are letting the majority yeah. decide for you. Mm-hmm. Instead of it's a responsibility and it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. And people have died and fought for the right to become a citizen, mm-hmm. to do it the right way, mm-hmm. to have a say. Mm-hmm. And here we can't even bother bother to find out how to register to vote.
0: No, that's so, right.
1: So that's another thing we've done as a family. We mm-hmm. literally put up a table in a front yard, put a sign at the end of the street like you would do with a garage sale. Yes. And we have forms where people can register to vote. Wow. So as people are driving by, you know, and we post on Facebook, hey, if you haven't registered to vote, let us show you how to do it. Yeah, yeah. No one asked us to do it, but it was something we can do because we need to get people engaged mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this is part of our duty as citizens and us believers, Mm -hmm. to be involved. Mm. So
0: well you you put a lot of uh, of people who've been born and raised here to shame by your passion for freedom and for family and for the country and it really is I love I mean I love having you guys on the campaign trail with me <laughs> because you're just so cheerful I'm like wow that was rough but you're still smiling so okay <laughs> you know but just to see that I think it's important for people who are considering running I think what you you said is true not everybody is called to yeah. run but everyone is called to help people who are running yes and I don't believe and I'd said this at a town Hall a few weekends ago when someone said, are you going to move to Washington, D.C. if you get a seat in Congress? Well, the answer is no, because I live here. Yes. And so I'm already asking the Lord for help to get from point A to point B, because that's a pretty long drive, you know. So, uh, because I think that the representative goes and he represents you yes. or she represents you. Yes. But the but the idea is that we work on the solutions together and then you send a mouthpiece to Washington, D.C. who says, hey, exactly. we just had a meeting. This is what we want to do. And that's per- the person's job then is to move the needle and convince other people in the House of Representatives this is a good idea. This is a good way to go. Yes. And it involves the citizens that way. And yep. I think we've just decided we did this with Trump. We do this with our uh, elected officials. We do this with our uh, our town council members. We just go, okay, thank you. I voted for you. Well, now I'll see you in three years when the voting, when it comes back around again. But for all we know, we've lost a ton of ground that way. Yes. And so I love to see you guys getting involved. I love to see your love for Cowlitz County and for Long. Long. They're very, very, uh, very, very blessed to have you guys there. If you ever decide to move to Battleground, let me know. <laughs> uh, battleground needs you. <laughs> But uh, I love I love your willingness to be a voice for freedom and to set the example for your family and for the citizens that are watching, really, I think, in some sort of stunned disbelief what's happening to our country. And I know that, that hope springs eternal in me, and I know it does in you and in yes. Charnessa for what this country could be if the citizens would get off the bench and onto the battlefield. So I appreciate you taking the time and coming to talk to me today. It's been a real blessing to have you here.
1: Thank you. It's been a blast.
0: I appreciate what you guys are doing and we'll keep people, you know, uh, informed because I'm expecting that we're going to see more of you guys in, in the days (laughs) to come. Right. We're like, we're doing the good thing. Uh, It's good for you guys to know too. Jay has said to me many times, I, and I, I think this is important for people to know, you know, running for any office is difficult. Running for Congress has been probably the greatest challenge of my life. And I would say it has been as hard or harder on my husband the, even than it has been on me. There's an incredible grace over us for this right now. Uh, you know, as Jay often says, ordinary women would be dead by now, you know, (laughs) uh, but there's a call that God puts on your life. But I always tell people when they ask me, how can they pray? I always say, pray for my husband. It's hard for him to watch people taking pot shots at me every day. And, and, you know, the lying and the, the, um, just really the the yucky nature yeah. of being in politics right now. But people need to realize that prayer is powerful Yes, and it buoys the spirit and it keeps us engaged in what God wants us to do. And you guys are a really good example of that as well. So thank you for that. We appreciate it. Thank you. It's been a joy to have you. Thanks for coming. Let's do it again.
1: Yes, let's do it.
0: I appreciate you guys listening today. We are out of time. If you've got questions about what it takes to run for office, we will link back to several articles in the show notes today. And I hope that you will follow Sam's example. Sam, Sam and Charnessa of getting off the bench and onto the battlefield. You guys, it doesn't end at the ballot box. I'm just going to quote Sam and we're going to end it right there. Have a great day, everybody. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.